WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And good morning, Dominic Carter here with you. Rita Cosby's been giving you the updates. At least 22 people killed in Lewiston, Maine. A mass shooting sending the town into a lockdown. Police, hundreds of officers are looking for the suspect as we speak at this very minute. This show this morning was supposed to be about Israel and the dozens of police families to honor them. The NYPD heroes at the annual NYC Back the Blue rally sponsored by the Katsimatidis family and 77 WABC. Sid, Sid uh, this morning did a great job emceeing the event. Then uh, the midday online panel discussion, I emceed with our top law enforcement officials from the region. And again, it was sponsored by the uh, Casamitidis family, John and Margot Casamitidis. But all of that, all of that is on the shelf, at least for now. The show on Back to Blue will have to be tomorrow or perhaps Sunday. Again, at least 22 people dead. More than 50 have been injured by a lone gunman. State police are urging residents to shelter in place an active shooter in multiple locations. This is how NBC News in Boston, the local affiliate, how they're covering the situation. We begin with breaking news tonight. Maine State Police say a gunman is at large after a mass shooting in Lewiston, Maine. Law enforcement sources say at least 22 people are dead and as many as 50 to 60 people are injured. The sheriff's office for the county releasing this photo of the gunman. You see him there with a long gun. They're asking local residents to shelter in place. Again, this is in Lewiston, about 30 miles north of Portland, Nearly 38,000 people live in Lewiston, and tonight every one of them is on high alert. And high alert indeed. This is what the Maine police commissioner had to say a short time ago. At approximately 6.56 this evening, uh, a couple of shooting incidents occurred here with multiple casualties in the city of Lewiston. And police are currently searching for a Robert R. Card, 4-4 of 1983 of Bowden. Card is considered armed and dangerous. He is a person of interest, however, and that's what we'll uh, label him at uh, moving forward until that changes. If people see him, they should not approach Card or make contact with him in any way. Uh, the shelter-in-place order that currently stands in Lewiston remains. Uh, a vehicle, which was a vehicle of interest in this incident, was located in Lisbon, and we are now also asking residents in Lisbon to shelter in place. So please share that information uh, with communities as well. A lot going on live at this hour. And of course, we are on top of it all. That's not the only breaking news story uh, at this hour. But again, police are looking for 40 year old in Maine, Robert Card and say he may have been driving a white Subaru Outback. Uh, he's a trained firearms instructor, believed to be in the Army Reserve, stationed in Maine, according to law enforcement uh, sources in the state, and he's recently reported hearing voices. That points to schizophrenia hearing voices, and he apparently threatened to shoot up the National Guard base where he was stationed. So that's one story that we are following out of Maine this morning. Again, at least 22 people are dead this morning. 22 people are dead, more than 50 injured, and there's a strong possibility that those numbers 
could go up. We hope and pray that they don't. That's news story number one that's breaking. The second story. So, again, active shooter manhunt in progress. The second story as it relates to Israel, and it's it's troubling and it's disgusting. Cooper Union, the higher education institution, several Jewish students had to barricade themselves inside a library there uh, as pro-Palestinian protesters banged on doors. A handful of Cooper Union's Jewish students barricaded inside the university's library Wednesday when pro-Palestinian protesters blew past security and aggressively pounded on the building's doors. What is this world coming to? One student, one Jewish student says, when they started banging on the door, her heart started pounding. She was crying. I think if the doors weren't locked, I don't know what would have happened. The student is quoted as uh, as uh, saying, and so that's not it as it relates to Israel and locally what's going on. A hate march, if you will. New York City public school students banishing anti-Semitism signs calling for Israel to be eradicated. What do they know, these high school kids? I don't mean to sound degrading. What do they know about the world? A group of New York City public school students, uh, if you will, ditched class with a teacher, with a teacher uh, to take part Wednesday in a pro-Palestinian rally where the youngsters waved deeply anti-Semitic signs. I won't even repeat the rest of it because it is really offensive, and I'm just going to leave it at that. These uh, high school girls, high school girls from Brooklyn's Urban Assembly Institute of Math and Science for Young Women uh, had up the unsettling signs and... um, Please keep the world clean, and I'll leave the the rest of it alone. Uh, They took part uh, because they they claim Israel's uh, uh, genocide, right? Meanwhile, hundreds of NYU students held their own separate pro-Palestinian rally. Uh, NYU students, which was part of a nationwide walkout over the war in Israel, By the way, Senator Tim Scott, who is running for president, is calling for, and this is a good thing, the deportation of foreign students supporting Hamas. I support it. You want to talk that nonsense? You're a foreign. It's different if you're an American. You're a foreign student here in this country. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are the weakest link. Bye-bye. By the way, that Cornell University professor who found the Hamas attack uh, exhilarating, right, his words, and energizing, how could someone say something like that, is now on a leave of absence until at least the end of the uh, semester. The professor who spoke at an off-campus rally said this is justice, right? Of course, he's apologized, and uh, quoting from his apology, he says, I apologize for the horrible choice of words that I used in a portion of a speech that was intended to stress, get this, grassroots African-American, Jewish, and Palestinian traditions of resistance to opposition. So what are you saying, Professor? That if you're African-American, some Jewish and Palestinian traditions of resistance to opposition. So are you saying that you a knee-jerk reaction to oppose anything that comes out of Israel? 
So the apology is just as bad, if you will. And he says that he regrets that some of the language he used was reprehensible and, of course, does not reflect his values. Another breaking story at this hour this morning. Ford and the United Auto Workers have reached a tentative agreement that would end the six-week strike. The United uh, Auto Workers and uh, Ford Motors reached a tentative agreement that puts the brake on this nearly six-week strike. And uh, it's a tentative four-year deal that was announced Wednesday night and, of course, now needs to be ratified by a majority of Ford's 57,000 union workers. And uh, it, it calls for an increase, uh, initial looking at, the, at this, it calls for an increase uh, of wages of at least 25%, but in some other categories, it's much higher than that. So we have a lot going on this morning. Opening the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Really wanted to discuss Back the Blue, the highly successful campaign that was done today by WABC, a number of events. Sid Rosenberg doing a great job uh, MC in the morning event. I was the uh, MC for the uh, noon panel, but we have to table that for another another night, we are dealing with breaking news on a number of fronts. But, of course, the top story as of this hour, at least 22 killed in Lewiston, Maine, a mass shooting. The town is now in lockdown, and police are looking for 40-year-old Robert Card, a trained firearms instructor, believed to be in the Army Reserves, based out of Maine, and uh, apparently recently reported hearing voices and uh, had been hospitalized for a two-week period and uh, threatened to shoot up the National Guard base where he is stationed. Let's go to your telephone calls uh, this morning. Let's begin with Joanne in Westchester. Good morning, Joanne. You're on oh, Talk Radio you. 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. Uh, boy, boy, yeah, we're chock full of stuff today, huh? And I just want to, you know, commend you and everything. We'll, we'll get into that another time. Today was beautiful, the ceremonies. Um, I listened to most everything. Wonderful. And, okay, so jumping over to Cooper Union, I that is so disturbing that they were, lo- you know, locked in the room. They were actually locked in one of, a library or something or someplace? Yes. One of the rooms. Yes. And, and I mean, how frightening, how disgusting, what is this world coming to? That is so disgusting. They interviewed one girl on TV, uh, even yesterday, something different, just a Jewish girl on one of the campuses. Um, I, th- I think Columbia, perhaps. And just saying that she was even afraid. She didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, this can't even be. And, and the professor that you talked about, you just spoke about, you know what? He should never even be allowed back in the school sorry sorry you feel like that right You're passing that on through the kids speaking like that well, I, no totally I, I, hey joanne i I, I no no i just want to say that i agree with you but, but we don't know uh-huh. but we don't know if he's uh if he's tenured and of course when they're tenured it's almost impossible to get rid of them they get can still them, do it but but uh, i think he's part-time and if he is part-time i'm not sure then you should take a permanent vacation and reflect <laughs> on your apology, and next time you yep. won't come out of out, out of your mouth with these dumb and stupid comments. Exactly, exactly, and and a lot of them are apparently doing that. Seven or eight universities right now. It's disgusting. I mean, we have to do something. We have to get a grip on this. It's a horror. Well, Joanne, thank you for the call, you know, Westchester, right. this morning. You have a uh, a wonderful. A wonderful morning. Let's go from Westchester. Let's, in fact, let's stay in Westchester. Let's go to uh, Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning to you, Dominic. Uh, you know, the mass shooting in Maine, uh, that's a, for a mass shooting, that's a large amount of uh, casualties. Yes. Uh, you don't see that too often. In a very uh, quick time. Yes, and, uh, you know, we saw that not too long ago, a few years back in Las Vegas. And as you recall, in 1966, 
at the University of Texas, Charles Whitman, went up to the tower, the clock tower, and he started picking off people on the grassy knoll, killing 14 people. And usually, as you know, what happens with these mass shooters, uh, they're usually struggling uh, socially, they're struggling at work, and they're also struggling with their families. No doubt about it. Uh, and sometimes they commit suicide uh, before right. before before turning themselves in. I I I don't I don't know what's going on uh, with this individual, but again, he's forty years old, clearly troubled, uh, clearly someone that knows his way uh, in terms of using uh, firearms uh, right. one way or the other, and you know three different locations. So he may have had he may have mental issues, but boy, he was able to plan this out, and right. you know it's. It's Al. I, I appreciate your call. Thank you so much. It Thank is you. it is it is uh it is a tough situation this morning. Again, folks, we are monitoring three different stories live right now at this hour. Police have identified Robert Card as the person of interest in the main shooting. Twenty two dead, more than fifty injured. Uh, that's an ongoing situation. The Jewish students locked into the library at Cooper Union as uh, pro-Palestinian college protesters were banging on the door. Can you imagine how afraid those young people uh, uh, may may have been? Or, or not may, were, how afraid they were. We are taking your telephone calls. Fred in Manhattan. Good morning, Fred. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Uh yeah, I, know, I have some facts, um, not uh, not just speculation about uh, about um, uh, Lewiston. I don't know. You may remember uh, about twenty twenty five years ago, uh, give or take, uh, a large number of African Africans came to uh, were brought to Georgia. Now, I don't remember the okay, details. Okay, wait, wait, Fred, Fred, Fred. But can you tell me the facts? Cause, because you're scaring me. You're I'm going giving on, you're, you the facts. Okay, wait, I'm wait, okay, you. wait, wait. Fred, Fred, Fred. You're telling me about Africans that came there 25 years ago. What does that have to do with anything? They then moved to Lewiston. And what does that so, have to do with anything? It has to do that. The, why are you so crazy about Fred, giving you Fred, some Fred, 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 this is a very serious situation. And, you and, and you're I'm telling me, you, Fred, Fred, you, Fred, Fred, I don't want to cut you off. You're telling you're me, uh, Fred, you're telling you, you me about Fred, you're no, telling you're me impossible. about Africans that came to Lewiston 25 years ago. What does that have to do with this situation? Um, you know, you you can you answer understand. the question? Can you answer yeah, what does it, it have has, to do? It has a lot to okay, do. Okay, tell the me, situation. tell me what does if it have to do with it? If you'd listen, okay, I'm listening. What does it have to do with all it? All right, all right. This this large, very no, large no, 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 no. I, you're not just going to continue your story. Are you going to answer my question? I'm what? telling you okay. about Lewis no, Maine. Listen, what does that have to do with this shooting? It has to do with the fact that ha most of Lewiston, Maine, is made up of African Americans. The shooter is white. It may have a. I'm only speculating. I thought you said. I thought you said you had facts. I did. So now you just facts. said. But you just said you're speculating. I, well, I'm speculating okay, about thank, whether thank, it's Thank you racial. for the call. Please, please don't call call me anymore, Fred. I don't know what it is with the nut jobs that call. And and they think that they're making perfect sense. We're dealing with a very serious situation. A number of people dead, and you want to spin it to race in a state that's predominantly white based on the statistics, but you want to tell me that this town is predominantly black because of African because of Africans that came there 25 years ago and and these are facts. This is what you're telling me on this morning when we're dealing with a very very serious situation. Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning Audrey. What's on your mind? Good, um, good morning Dominic. Um this is, you know 
I don't understand why this guy had not been caught other than the fact that um, he's an officer in some aspects, so they say, but I don't, I can't find anything that can confirm that. But I don't understand how it is that it's okay with, the, with this country still to have mass shooters, no matter what color they are, they're still doing it, and nobody's doing nothing about it. I would be scared, too, if I was anywhere near Maine, but um, black people don't go to Maine. I'm just kidding. I'm just tired of the rhetoric. But this is very serious to me, very serious and dangerous, because as some reason, it's, it's not, to me, some uh, PTSD is not the three shutdowns of COVID. It is something spiritually wrong in this country. That's all. Just forgive me if I disbelieve in a higher power. Oh, that's it. Okay, Audrey, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for your call. Uh, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's see here. I, I hope I don't regret this. I'm going to take Russ's call and White Plains. So let's see what Russ has to say this morning on this very serious news morning. Good morning, Russ. Hi, Dominic. I, I don't want to rile you up. Um, do you have the gong ready? I, I need a gong bath. Were you going to get a gong? Russ, do, do you have something to say? Okay, I just don't want to rile you up. Russ, just Russ, want... Russ, do you have something to say before I move on to the next call? Yes, sir. The Library Cooper Union was closed for 20 minutes, and this is more uh, propaganda. Okay, Russ, I, I have, are you a communist? It, something is wrong with you, man. I'm sorry. Is that against it, the law? Wait, being wait, a wait, 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 wait. Because you call up here with these crazy points. That nobody else argues. You're the only person. You have well, Jewish students. Wait a minute, Russ. And then, I, and then I'll let you have the last say before I move on. You okay. have Jewish students that mm -hmm. are petrified. Mm -hmm. They don't know what's going to happen. They're locked mm -hmm. in a library, right? Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. have uh, uh, pro-Palestinian protesters banging mm -hmm. on the door, I guess, to get in. And they know Jewish students are in there. And, mm -hmm. you're, and you're telling me it was only locked for 20 minutes? And what is that supposed to mean? Well, how did they know that there were Jewish students in there? Is this a Wait, Jewish Russ, library? Russ, 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 you could look to... So you're just talking for the sake of talking. No, I'm not, Dominic. Because, because, and this is probably the last time I'm ever going to take your telephone call, because I've had enough of this now. You call... Thank you. Thank thank Lord, thank you. Russ is banned from this program. Period. I'm tired of taking his nutty telephone calls... I've tried to give him an opportunity, but he makes so Russ, please call Greg Kelly, call Curtis Lewa, call call Bo Snertly, call anybody but Dominic Carter, because I will not take another telephone call from you. Let me be very clear about that. You just hung up, and that is for the very last time. Lisa in Connecticut. Good morning, Lisa. What's on your mind? Okay, so let's normalize things and get things to a loose moment. Okay. Okay, you're doing a great job over there. Thank now, you. What's really interesting to me is that, okay, we keep having this pattern of mental illness. When is it going to be a point where somebody has a, uh, a record and people are saying, hey, guys, maybe this guy has an arsenal. They're having mental illness problems. Let's go see what type of a situation they have and what guns they have and try to go and say, you know, tip off somebody in the, the, the in the area of something. Like, people have to be aware of who's who and what's what, right? Like, we have to rally together as a community because things are out of control, right? So I'm saying this. is like, if you have somebody that has been, you know, on um, maybe a domestic violence situation, you know that they have guns, why wouldn't you just go and reach out? Are you afraid to, like, break open the seal of worms, a can of worms or whatever on somebody because you might stop somebody from doing something like this. We need to have some, like the people come together and be like, okay, if you know that your son, your child, your, child, your friend, your whatever, who has like a, a mental illness or a domestic violence situation, and they have a lot of arsenals and stuff like that, we need to have that documented and like sent over to some type of authority and some, some type of, you know, like a, a pattern of Correct. like um, communication. So we could stop this together as a collective unit because we all need to come together and stop this crisis somehow. Right. And, you and know. what's, what's, uh, and sometimes it falls through the cracks, but what's frightening, yeah. what's frightening Lisa, and thank you for the call and for the common sense. Mm -hmm. What, what's, what's you're, frightening you're about this. Well, thank you. What's frightening about this is that 
right now, the next copycat could be listening to us as we speak. And in the copycat's mind, they're telling themselves that they're justified in doing this. And that's what's so scary. So to your point, Lisa, and thank you, I do have to move on. We do have to be diligent about if, you you know, it sounds corny, folks, but if you see something, say something. There's no way in the world this individual in Maine should have been able to fall through the cracks. It should not happen. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Ansi in uh, Vermont. Good morning. What's on your mind? Yeah, I just uh, heard that nut job going on about how uh, uh, Lewiston, Maine is uh, full of uh, African-Americans. I'm looking at the census figures from July of uh, 2022. The uh, city has 37,000 people in it. Uh, 83% are white, 7.3% are black. Those are the facts. That's all right. I wanted to say. Right. These nut jobs come out of nowhere. And they, they do come out of nowhere, and they think that they make perfect sense, and they call up here, and, and, you know, and they really want me to engage them. And then they get mad when I won't let them tell their stories. You know, it's, it's, well, it's really, to me, it's really frightening. Like I was saying, those are the facts. Get the, get the facts right before you call. Right. That's well, all I'm saying. Right. Well, people are not, some people are not. And thank you for the call. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. From Vermont. Uh, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. So um, you're in that region. Are, are folks, you know, the Maine, Vermont, uh, uh, I guess, Rhode Island, that region, are folks on edge this morning over what has happened? I wouldn't say so. I think, okay. uh, first of all, I'm in Vermont. There's an st- entire state between us. But, you know, I think a lot of people are sort of armed and have, uh, you know, guns and stuff at home anyway. So I don't think that that's, uh, it really has any effect on them. You know, okay. the, the funny thing is I spend half my uh, life in uh, New York City, half my time up here. So, you know, when I'm up, up here, I'm a great liberal. I go down to New York City. I say, oh, I can't believe what's going on in the city. But <laughs> again, again, the, the importance is check your facts before you make these stupid statements. That's right. what I want to say. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have a, uh, a, a good morning on this breaking news morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? My Dominic, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. You know, I, I'd like to know what, you know, I think there should be an investigation where the FBI should be called us. What are they doing regarding background checks? Obviously, there's been a number of settlements with the FBI. For example, the mass shooting in Parkside, Florida was a $127, $125 million settlement because of their inaction. There was an $80 million settlement for the mass shooting in South Carolina. And obviously, this guy had mental health issues. And, you know, there are background checks. There's, there's, you know, there's a myth that there's not a such thing as a background check. But you know what bothers me, you know, Dominic, is that, you know, the FBI seems to be more in line spending a lot of resources, for example, on political policing, where they send a platoon of FBI agents to uh, apprehend Roger Stone in his pajamas. And then they send another platoon of agents to, to uh, harass this gentleman who was uh, who was a pro-lifer in Pennsylvania, you know, I think I, I, I just, you know, I know what, what I'm going to, you know, what's going to happen. The China financially affiliated news media is going to politicize this as more gun control laws and not looking at the root cause of the problem. And they just want to mandate it over. That's the issue. And I sometimes think the left, they care about our rights and so forth. And we'll, you know, completely misrepresent this and it's going to be misrepresent news media. We're not going to get to the bottom. It's a real solution. And I also think, you know, Dominic, you bring up a lot about the mental health violence that's going on in New York City, where we let all the we shut down all the behavior health uh, institutions. And then we're yes. spending billions of dollars to house you know, all these illegal immigrants, we should be spending the money not only for our, our let, veterans. Or hey, Dave, I, I have to step in because I have to take a break. And, but, but no, 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 it's not your fault. But I but I do have to say to your last comment, let the church say amen. You are a thousand percent correct. Spending billions on migrants. 
But when it comes to mental health, we have to close facilities. With the beds are just not there. It 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 makes absolutely no sense. A very busy morning. The situation in Maine. We're dealing with breaking news on a number of fronts live this morning. Uh, we have at least 22 killed in Lewiston, Maine, a mass shooting sending the town into lockdown. At least 50 people have been injured. We have the situation where at Cooper Union, the uh, the uh, institution, the institution of uh, higher education, Jewish students barricaded uh, inside a uh, a library as pro-Palestinian protesters banged on the door. Uh, and and if you heard uh, Russ, who calls up often, whatever whatever folks are saying, he's gonna argue the communist point of view. But he won't be arguing that anymore in this program. He's done. I can tell you that much. That much, folks. We are going to take a uh, a break. When we come back, we're gonna go to Pennsylvania, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And again, the very latest information on the uh, situation in Maine. Police are looking for 40-year-old Robert Card. They believe he may have been driving a uh, white suburban uh, outback. A trained firearm instructor believed uh, to be uh, part of the Army Reserve in Maine and recently reported hearing voices and threatened to shoot up the National Guard base where he was stationed, hospitalized for some two weeks for his uh, problems. And uh, as we stand right now, at least 22 killed, mass shooting uh, in Lewiston, Maine, uh, more than 50 injured as we speak. The uh, town is in a lockdown. That's one of the stories we're following. Uh, there are some other ones, but let's continue breaking news stories. The The auto strike has been settled. Uh, now it's got to be ratified. Uh, uh, Cooper Union, the institution of, uh, of higher learning, Jewish students uh, barricaded inside a library as pro-Palestinian protesters banged on doors. Then you have um, uh, some uh, New York City public school students, a group of young ladies uh, not going to class on Wednesday, taking part in a pro-Palestinian rally, stating some very ugly things against Jewish people. We'll leave it at that. They should be suspended on the spot. Period. On the spot. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I would advise those who are like me, graduates of the Ivy League, to stop supporting Alma alma Matas. I heard about uh, the pro-Palestinian protest that occurred at my Undergraduate Alamada Brown University, of course, at Columbia, Yale, and of, uh, and of course, uh, what that disgusting incident outside the library over at Cooper Union. I think if uh, alumni stop supporting the u- universities, uh, they may get the message in dealing with uh, these idiots who are not conducting free speech rallies but instead of promoting heat well it it didn't work up at harvard you had the uh board member up at harvard uh from israel that gave a lot of money and he resigned from the board because he felt that harvard was going too far in terms of uh, what's going on there so if it didn't work at harvard what makes you think john that it work at other institutions you can only try, and uh, I'm encouraged by a uh, businessman who has decided that we should find out which students have been protesting in favor of Palestine on these campuses and making sure that they're denied job opportunities 
in New York City and other other places, whether they're working in banking or in, in, in law. Well, John, you made some good points there. Thank you for your telephone call this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Hunter in Manhattan. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi. Um, um, in regards of the uh, shooting in Maine, everyone's going to be talking about, you know, um, gun control and this and that. But my theory is there will never be a solution because look at pro- um, prohibition. They tried to ban the sale of um, alcohol. But in reality, the thugs made so much money from the underground world. So that's the same that would occur if you were to ban guns, per se. It's never going to happen. If someone's as as um, determined as uh, this guy was to kill people, you'll find a way to get your hands on a gun. So don't even talk about you know gun control, because that's never going to happen. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a bit early, Hunter, to even start this debate. I mean, the bodies are not even cold yet. And, you know, already the debate is starting. Let's let's I, I, I mean, let's have a little. Thank you for the call. Let's have a little respect for all of these victims in Maine. I mean, I, I'm sure some of the family members have not even been notified yet in terms of uh, what's uh, what's going on. Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dominic. Good to hear you. Uh, I know a lot of things are happening, man. The world's going topsy-turvy. But one of my points is very clear. This is brought out by the National uh, Rifle Association. If more people who qualify for legal gun ownership. Okay, so wait, wait, Phil. I just said let's not start the debate already, and you're going to do it anyway. No, 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 no. Let me me just finish. I'm not getting to that point real quick. Okay. The point is these people who are being victimized by right. What, what's your, what, that. what you're about to say, I believe, now tell me if I'm wrong, is that if the, if, the, if the good guys had guns, it would equal out things. Is that what you're about to tell me? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I, 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 I'm sorry I slipped gears there. The guy who went and shot up the place, okay, he shot right. up those 22 people. Right. Even one or two of them had a legal carry permit. They could have put him down right away. Okay, and so lives. so 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 you're saying exactly what I thought you were about to say, and I just said to the last caller, right, Phil? Let the bodies are not even cold yet, and we're gonna start. We're gonna dig in our heels on on each side of this issue already. Do do you think it's a the appropriate time right now? They, they don't. We don't even know if this guy has killed himself or if he's still uh, out there. And you think now's the time to start this debate again? No, my point is a lot of these places where people get hurt in mass by by a shooter. Right. Your uh, point, uh, Phil. Your point is that if one or two of the people there had a gun, they could have taken him out. You keep saying no, but that's exactly your point, right? The the point is very simple. The citizens of the United States have a perfect legal right to protect themselves. Right, no so, right Phil, Phil, so even though I'm say, stating to you respectfully that I don't, that, that I don't want to engage in the, in the debate, you, you're going to just keep repeating it over and over and over. And, uh, you know, I see other calls. You, you folks want to start this already. Let's, 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 the, these bodies are not even cold yet. And we're going to start the, the debate and the argument over, you know, gun control. And if a good guy with a gun and it would equalize the entire situation, we don't know that. We're taking your telephone calls, 800 on this breaking news morning, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Breaking news out of uh, Maine, 22 people dead, mass shooting. Town and lockdown as we speak. Shooter still on the loose. We don't know. 50 people have additionally, 50 people have been injured. So many of them wounded. We don't know the status of the shooter as of right now. He apparently has some uh, mental health challenges in the past, hearing voices. Uh, but but we, we want to hear from you folks this morning. Let's go. I've got to take a break, but let's go to Steve in Saratoga. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hello, John. Okay, um, 
Yeah, up here in Saratoga Springs, there's this uh, guy who's about 30 years old. He walks around all day yelling out expletives and uh, saying, talk, having conversations with himself. Uh, about six years ago, he was actually a ranked uh, middleweight in, in, you know, in the world. And, uh, of course, you know, fell into drugs and, and all that. And uh, I called up the police and I said, you know, this guy is kind of scary. And they told me that they can't even approach him until he does something, until he breaks the law. So it's hard. I, I, I think, you know, you say you see something, say something. I saw something and I said something. And I was shut out. What do you think? Well, to be honest with you, we don't know if the police are taking you as credible. See, sometimes, sometimes when the per- we may think that we're making perfect sense, the person that's making the allegation, but law enforcement may not see you that way. I don't. I don't know, Steve. You just asked me, what do I think? And right. so, I, I mean, it, it's it's tough because. Um, I think the, the, the policies of, I think the liberal policies are, are hurting us all because it's that uh, the too many rights given to, to people who are uh, criminals. And in this case, the guy is, he's scaring people. He's scaring my children. He's scaring old people. I mean, it's, it's right now. And I, I know uh, the police officer I was speaking to. So uh, um, he doesn't think that I'm, uh, not credible in okay. any in any way. And okay. he said to me very, uh, very empathetically. He said, "Look, I understand, but we can't do anything until he does something. So, wh- you know, if this guy kills somebody and or hurts somebody, we had warning signs, right? But I but 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 Steve, there, of course, there are things that law enforcement could do. That's why I'm saying, are they taking you credible? Because if he's threatened numerous people, that's grounds right there for law enforcement to approach him and investigate the situation. You said he's threatening or scaring senior citizens and and uh, and other people of the community. No, not directly. No, he has these conversations. He just yells and blurts things out. If you're passing by, it's scary. So mm. he's not threatening somebody directly. He's having these conversations. And with different voices, clearly he's mentally ill. Uh, he, he's, a, he's an absolute drug addict. And this guy, he was a specimen. He was a perfect athlete. He could have been the middleweight champion of the world. And it's just, it's very sad. But in the same sense, you know, we, if, we, if we see something so bad and, and we see something so threatening, there's got to be a way that police officers or anyone can take this guy to a facility and have him psychologically analyzed. Well, they're, they're not, they're not going to wait, 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 Steve, they're not just going to take yeah. him to a facility based on your work. They've got to, I thank you for the call. Cause I do have to move on. They have to observe something themselves. That's uh, outside of the ordinary that justifies such a mental health check. Uh, but, but again, if, if, um, if the individual was, uh, you know, engaging in uh, mental, mental illness behavior, the police can take action. They can take action. Uh, but, but I, I return to my point. It depends on who's making the complaint. If you don't come off as credible to the police, if the police think that you're just as crazy as the person that you're accusing of being crazy, then yeah, they're not going to do anything. Folks, I've got to take a break. We are dealing with breaking news on this morning. This morning was supposed to be about Back to Blue. Amazing stories to tell you folks about how we should be supporting law enforcement. But that all changed because the great officers that I wanted to tell you about, their colleagues in Maine, as we speak, are out there in the middle of the night, dark, looking for a madman with... Uh, mental health issues. That's a that's a uh, a uh, expert, if you will. He had tactical training with firearms. Twenty two people are dead. More than fifty are injured.
We are continuing with this breaking news when we come back. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And we are continuing to follow the situation out of Maine, a situation where it appears 22 people are dead, a mass shooting, uh, more than 50 injured. Dominic Carter here with you, taking your calls up until the top of the hour. Frank Morano, I'm going to pass the mantle to him. He'll be following updates overnight. Uh, if police make any arrests, if the suspect is uh, found and uh, have committed suicide. We just don't know at this hour. They have identified him as 40-year-old Robert Card, was in the Army Reserve, uh, has some experience in terms of uh, military, and he reported hearing voices and threatened to shoot up the National Guard base and had been hospitalized for apparently two weeks as it relates to this matter, and released. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. John in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, thank you for taking my call. Um, so about, maybe it was about three or four weeks ago, I think you were talking about the same subject, and there was someone who called in, and uh, I think he was trying to make sense out of something, some, some chemical dependency concerning... Uh, uh, mental illness, and you basically poo-pooed him and hung up on him. He was talking about how mercury and fungicides can affect and bring about a certain type of madness, and you dismiss thing right away. So, John, how yeah. is that relevant to anything of what we're talking about this morning? Well, you were talking about uh, mental illness, weren't you? Yes, mental illness in terms of uh, someone that just killed twenty-two people, not based right. on something. So you want uh, you, uh, John? I I don't. What what's the point, John? What what, what do you, you you just want to debate this point again? Is that what the or debate the point that the last person made? What what's the point you're trying to make? The point that I'm making is that it's not always some sort of evil experience or bad experience that someone had in their life that can cause mental illness, but it can become chemical or heavy or something that has to do with heavy metals. Okay, John, thank you for the call. I'm not even going to get myself upset. I'm not even going to get myself upset. You know, I've, I've talked, I've talked openly about my own situation of uh, my mother suffering from severe mental illness as a chronic, chronic paranoid schizophrenic, I still remember as a little boy, I was escorting her to the park rather than her escorting me. And there may be some merit to your argument, but I, I don't know why you have 22 people that are dead. We don't even know if their body's at the morgue yet. And you're calling me up to argue a point over mercury and mental illness. And to you, that makes perfect sense. I'm not even going to get myself upset. I'm just going to say thank you for the call, and I'm going to go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Hey, hi, Dominic. Uh, thank you in advance for allowing me real fast to get this off my chest. Back when that guy, Daniel Penny, got himself in trouble in the subway, you were the first person to come out and say, oh, boy, this is going to blow up. And for, for since that time, of uh, uh, that guy, Russ, has been calling up every host on the radio and lynching him on the radio about what happened to that incident. All, all, I wake up, fall asleep and wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and hear Curtis' uh, program. That, uh, there's okay, one. okay, wait, wait, Dave, let's focus. I, I, I can't respond to what happens in other hosts. What, what you're saying, get this off your chest. What do you want to get off your chest? That guy has some kind of issue. There's something going on with him, something wrong with him. But the, the reason why I called was because I don't want to tread on your sensitivities here, but they already I heard on, on the radio them saying this guy had an assault rifle. And I, what I want to say is that assault is, is a verb. It's an action. All guns, oh. every one of them is an assault weapon. Dave, Dave, yeah, the, bodies, the bodies are not even at the morgue yet. 
and, I, and you want to, and, and Dave, and with respectfully, and you want to start this debate already? No, I don't. I don't want to have a debate. No, I'm just stating a fact. Right. Okay. But but remember, you you and and I appreciate the way that you're doing it. You're doing it in a very respectful manner, and I greatly appreciate that. I really do. But all all I'm trying to say to you, Dave, respectfully, is that uh, I'm sure many of these families have in Maine have not even been notified yet that their loved one is never coming back again, never coming back well, I- alive, and and already the issue of uh, good people with a gun or assault. It's starting already. So, so the, the, so Dave, so the people that died, they don't matter. No, Dominic, what I'm saying is that they're going to take this and that's what they're going to do with it. They're going to use this issue and make it about the gun. It's not me that's doing that. It's, it's going to be the left because they're already doing it. You know, Biden's going to weigh in on this. You wait and see what he says. Mark my words. Right. But but Dave, but what I'm trying to say to you is and you're right. But but so the left is going to do it. You're going to say it had nothing to do with the with the gun. You're going to say it had absolutely nothing to do with that. And we're going to have the same useless debate as we always do as as people are put into the ground. I mean, I just don't understand what what's the point of that. And I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, coming down on you or chest. I I just so if you were someone, for example, Dave, if you were someone on the left right now that called up, that called me up and said, see, this proves that we got to have gun control. I would say exactly the same thing, that the bodies are not even cold yet. And we're already starting this debate. I mean, so then, okay, let me ask you this. And then, I, well, I don't have much time, but how do we ever fix this, Dave? Because Frank Morano's standing by. How do we ever fix this 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 gun control d- debate where as soon as the bodies are killed, we start to arguing? Ah, uh, Dave, I'm I'm so sorry, my friend. It's just I'm completely out of time. I'm joined by Frank Morano, uh, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. What Hello you, there, Dominic. What do you have? Well, we're going to be following the situation in Maine. We'll bring you any breaking news as it happens. Uh, Brian Kilmeade will join us with the latest on the news out of Washington, including the fact that we finally have a Speaker of the House. Also, Donald Trump fined yet again for. For violating the gag order. And I'm going to be talking with uh, Jack Cashel, a terrific journalist and commentator about the George Floyd case and about a new book he's got about white flight from American cities. Interesting. White flight. No, notice my eyebrows went up. That's white right. flight from American cities. That's right. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight is coming up. Folks, I want you to stay tuned. We're following this story out of Maine here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.